Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The difference between leasing and buying a car. What are, what are some key differences in leasing a car and buying a car? Well, on a lease, most people, you'll hear that a lot. People say, well, you don't own the car, right? But the truth is, do you want to own a vehicle that's going to lose value, right? Very rarely do cars go up in, in value. So that's why leasing is so prevalent. 70, 80%, like you said, of people lease the vehicles. When you're financing the vehicle, you, you do, you technically own it, but the bank owns it while you're financing. So until you pay it off, the vehicle still belongs to the bank. Title, the title's held by the bank. You're not the, the owner of that vehicle. That's something. That's, that's a common misconception. You don't own a car either way. Yeah. Yeah. Until you finally pay it off, and then when you do pay it off, mm-hmm. more people want to trade it in. They want to yeah. trade it in right away. Yeah. It's, so, old. it's old. By the time you own it, now it's old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but another thing with the, with the leasing that people don't fully understand, so like for me personally, right, the reason why I lease is that um, so I'm a business owner, yep. right? So I get better tax treatment for leasing a car. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas like with the lease, I can write off the insurance, the gas, and the lease payment formula percentage we won't get too complicated in it but sure. i can write that off on yep. my taxes mm-hmm. if i own the car then i can only i have to go by the depreciation correct because it's an own i get less of a tax benefit for owning a car so it's in my benefit to lease the car because it's pretty much a write-off yeah for me and i don't have to worry about maintenance right so i never i haven't gotten a, i haven't paid for oil change and i can't remember mm-hmm. when because or at least everything is paid for and warranties too Yes, and then I get a new car every three years. So I always sell. Like, if you want to, everybody's personal preference is different. You can't force your views on somebody, exactly. right? Like, if you want to keep a car for 10 years, that's your right. You, you can do that. 
I don't want to do that. I want yeah, to get yeah. a new car. Yeah. So I know it's going to cost me a lot more money to buy a car and then buy a new car every three years mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to leasing a car and then getting a new car every three years. And the upfront is less. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, on a lease, you only pay, um, let's say, the taxes, right? When you're financing a vehicle, you pay tax on the whole price of the car. Or on a lease, you only pay tax on, let's say, the monthly payment. Depending on the state and where you're registering the car, let's say, like New York, you're only paying tax on the monthly payment. Right. So I think that that's something that people could, and as far as for me, I don't drive a lot. So mm-hmm. 12,000 miles, I never go over 12,000 miles. I usually hit like 11, 10, 5. So it's, it's perfect for me. Yeah. But yeah. you were saying even if you do go over 12,000 miles. Well, that's a big right? misconception also. Is a lot of people think that if I drive a lot of mileage, I shouldn't be leasing. You know, you hear a lot of people come in and they say, you know, I do 15, 20,000 miles a year. I shouldn't, you know, leasing is not for me. I think the contrary. It's the way I look at it is when you're leasing a vehicle, even if it's a, a high mileage lease, you know your true cost of ownership. Like you said, with maintenance, right? You know that you're going to have this car three years. You're going to put 15,000 miles a year. You'll have 40, 45,000 miles. Most warranties are, let's say, four-year, 50,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty. So you're still covered under your warranty. You see what I mean? So you'll be able to look at it and say, hey, you know what? I know exactly what I'm going to be paying every month for this car as long as I have my lease. Now, when you're financing a car and you're putting high mileage on the car, the two things that lower the value of the car quickest is the amount of mileage you put on it and, and the condition of the car. So let's say if the vehicle was in an accident. So if I'm leasing my car and, and, and someone, my next door neighbor is buying their vehicle and they're financing their car, mm-hmm. in three years, I have a lot more flexibility of what I can do. I don't have to worry about if my car was in an accident or, you know, did somebody key my car? Did a garbage truck come down the street and hit my car? Because their value has dropped now. So now you're playing this guessing game of, well, wait a minute, what is my car now worth? And you run into a situation where you finally pay off your car, you put money into the vehicle trying to fix it, yeah. and they turn around and say, hey, your car's worth $6,000. Now, the other thing that we, we talked about was that technology is moving so fast. So things get antiquated quick. So that's why leasing is nice because in three years, you, you may not need a small sedan, right? Now in three years, your life changes. You have a family. You have kids. Now I want an SUV. My lease is up. I come out of the lease. I go into a brand new SUV if I want to. Can't fit in that Honda Accord anymore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now it's true. Technology changes. Even like the vehicle I have now, like I saw the 2000, 2020 model. I'm like, wait, yeah, yeah. that is ridiculous. <laughs> like I need that technology now. Exactly. So it's like you can just come in every three years, man. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a huge benefit in leasing. Um, one of the things that is important when you're leasing or financing is the credit. Yep. How does that work? Does, is there a, a specific bureau that car dealerships use or, or the bank? How's so, it go? So it varies between manufacturers. So different banks. So let's say if you're going to Honda, Honda Financial, Toyota has Toyota Motor Credit, Mercedes-Benz has Mercedes-Benz Financial. They all have different criteria, right? So it, it's, it's not, it's not a, a blanket as far as what they use. Some people use TransUnion. Some people use Equifax. Other manufacturers use what's called the auto score. So an auto score means your automotive history. So even if you had some trouble on your credit, but they saw, let's say for whatever reason, you had some medical bills or something happened, but you always paid your car note on time, mm-hmm. the bank may look at that and say, hey, well, wait a minute. Yeah, they missed some payments over here, but they always paid their car on time. So that means that, hey, you know what? This person needs that car. They need to get to work. They need to provide for their family. So no matter what happens, they're going to take care of that monthly payment. And another thing I want people to think too, a lot of times people look at it like, okay, well, I'm not a business owner. And we're talking about luxury cars just because mm-hmm. we have luxury mm-hmm. cars, but it's the conversations for any type of Absolutely. car. It doesn't matter. Yeah, 100%. But also, people have to realize is that you don't have to be a full-time entrepreneur to be an entrepreneur because the tax system, I can't stress this enough, <laughs> the tax system is set up for entrepreneurs and investors. It's not set up for employees, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So 
as an entrepreneur, you get all kinds of benefits. You can write off meals. You can write off travel. Mm -hmm. You can write off almost anything, realistically, as long as it makes sense. Don't get audited. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> and cars is one of the things that you can write off, right? Sure, so yeah. if you're working a regular job and you might have a side hustle, why not get that incorporated, get an LLC, yep. get a C-Corp, whatever you want to do, and get a tax ID, open up bank account. Now you have a business. Yep. So now you can lease that from your side hustle business and you can deduct the same deductions like if you worked a regular job, right? Like now that, that goes against the, any money that you make on that end. So I say that to say, we have to think like business people mm -hmm. and you don't even have to actually be a full-time business owner, salespeople as well, yep. right? If you're at 1099 or if you are in some form of sales where you can um, take deductions like real estate, stuff yep. like that, insurance, you sell insurance, it's the same thing. So a lot of times people, you know, they have negative views towards things because they don't, they have a lack of understanding. But once you have a lack of understanding, and like I said, now, if you still choose to do that, then it's, a, it's your decision. It's mm -hmm. a free country. 100%. But a lot of times we make decisions based out of ignorance, not yep. knowledge, yep. right? Misinformed, so, yeah. Exactly. So one of the things I wanted to ask you was, you said um, MSRP versus price. Right. What's the what's the difference? What's the selling price? All right. So yeah. So you have MSRP, right? Yeah. That's that's what's on the window sticker, right? So the manufacturer suggests the retail price of the vehicle. That's MSRP. Manufacturer suggests the retail price. That's what they they recommend you should be selling that car for. Okay. Now the selling price is what you negotiate, right? Or whatever. However, you can reduce the uh, the selling price of the vehicle. That's what that comes down to. And so is that the same thing as a cap cost? So no cap cost. Let's say you're leasing or you're financing the vehicle. The final cap cost is the selling price. Plus anything else. So whatever money the bank is lending you, okay. whether it's a lease or finance, they're still lending a certain amount of money. So let's say on a lease, if you rolled your taxes into your payment, that's going to add to your cap cost. If you negotiated a $50,000 selling price and then you rolled your taxes of $2,000 into the lease, that's $52,000 cap cost. Okay. And is that negotiable? The well, it's based on what you negotiate as far as, let's say, your selling price. Okay. So that whatever fees you put into it, those aren't negotiable. Those are, let's say, taxes and DMV fees, things like that. So... All right, we talked about, okay, talk about leasing a car, but mm -hmm. buying a car. Somebody wants to buy a car, right? Mm -hmm. And you would say most of the time, if you do want to buy a car, it, may, it makes more sense to buy a used car. I, I always recommend people, if you are going to buy a car, buy a certified pre-owned. Now, listen, there's vehicles you can find at these lots that are not authorized, let's say Mercedes-Benz dealerships or Toyota dealerships. Me, personally, I think you're better off going to, you may pay a couple of dollars more. But you're getting it from the manufacturer. So you have the backing of the manufacturer. So just give you an idea. Most companies, when they certify a vehicle, the vehicle goes through, let's say, you know, 150 point, 160 point inspection. Mm -hmm. So not only will they inspect the vehicle to make sure that it's in a certain condition, so they'll eliminate things like, let's say, there's a there's frame damage to the car. If the car is frame damage, it doesn't qualify for certification. So it's eliminated. Most dealerships won't even take that car. They'll send that car out, and that's where you'll see the, the vehicles on these other side lots, right? And they're selling those vehicles. So there's really no recourse when, they, when it comes to something happening to the car. Not to mention the fact that once that car goes through the certification, a lot of manufacturers will put new car interest rates on those cars. So typically, pre-owned cars or used cars will have a higher interest rate than a new car. But if it's certified, you get a better interest rate. So like right now, like let's say you have 1.99%. You can't get 1.99% on a, on a used car you know, anywhere else. You know what I mean? If the vehicle's certified, that's the way to do it. Me personally, the vehicles, as you guys have all heard this, people say, oh, well, the vehicle loses value as soon as you drive it off the lot. Now, what happens is really, it's once it's registered, the vehicle loses value. That's when it, that's when the vehicle loses value. And that's normally when you drive it off the lot. That's when you got it brand new. So yeah, when you're buying the car brand new, it, it initially loses its, its value 
when you when you drive it off a lot or the vehicle is titled. Okay. So now you're buying a vehicle who's gonna that's gonna depreciate in value. That's what a car does. It's gonna go down in value. So you're financing a car that's losing value. It already took a big hit, right? When you're buying it new, opposed to a certified pre-owned, that the initial depreciation has already happened. Mm. It's already taken place. But you knew that car was taken care of. The manufacturer, the dealership, you know, is putting themselves behind that vehicle, saying, "Hey, we know this vehicle. We've inspected this vehicle. We know this vehicle's in good shape." We're willing to even put a, a, a new car rate on it so you have some more confidence when they're buying that type of vehicle. Okay. All right. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.